Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 188th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Coming to you live on Instagram uh, from my wife's basement. Um, I've got the boys here, Trevor and Doug. Doug Doug did not do shrooms for this episode. Did not. learned. No. Did not. He, but he will I it. on the next one? <laughs> Tune in. Um, God, it's a uh, anything anything fascinating this week? Should we just jump into the football? Just jump into the football. I mean, Drew 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 Brees is is saying things. He's he's out there. He is talking about maybe potentially returning to football that the Jarvis Landry and Honey Badger signings by the Saints got the old man's juices flowing. Just had surgery on his left shoulder. So just like Jimmy G, you know, a couple strong arm quarterbacks on the market right now. Hey, hey, hey. These guys I, saw, were... I saw something that he was going to go to the Seahawks. Oh, that would be just too perfect. <laughs> I that hope that happens. Just too fucking perfect. Oh man, I hope that happens. Like that's why the Seahawks they didn't draft a quarterback or trade for Baker. They're See, getting... they, they, they had the inside line on. They were like they're sitting there going like, "Hey guys, we could trade for Baker or Drew Brees is terrible as an announcer, and so he's probably getting fired. Let's just hold off on this, and we can always get Baker later, right?" Yeah, anytime. I mean, everybody saw how terrible Drew Brees. I mean, like that's the Drew Brees is the floor for Tom Brady. Like for in terms of announcing, that's gonna be. I mean, do you think Brees also Brees only got paid six million dollars by NBC last year? Yeah, he's doing the Notre Dame games. I didn't think he was that bad. He he got like flamed for the uh, for the the playoff game that he did oh, he's, cool. it was just he's just just boring and wouldn't it wouldn't like you know he's nice guy wasn't gonna call anybody out just kind of was like ho-humming his way through the yeah you know not funny not energetic not he's drew Brees. he's just you know yeah he's he's beige yeah it's like a you know it's like great quarterback but i can't imagine wanting to spend 20 minutes talking to him yeah or listening to him talk. I'd just be staring yeah. at the mole thing on his face. Mole, 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 mole. Or the, the remains of the mole. Dude, his mole in college it was big. Yeah. Bigger than it is now till you yeah. do it. Yeah. He, yeah. Went from, no. he went from Kennedy to Lincoln. <laughs> the, uh, um, no, I mean, that's what money does for you, right? Hell, I would. Yeah, I mean that'd be the first thing I did. That's like, what'd you get with your rookie contract? Oh, my face looks better. Like you didn't want didn't want to buy your mom a house? No. Did you see the fucking thing on my face? <laughs> of course, I took care of that first. There's a bit I, in it in an Austin Powers movie about it. I I didn't even have a face a mother could love. She can wait for the fucking house. <laughs> I just wanted to return my phone calls. 
Uh, Drew Brees, come back, bitch. Come back. Baby, come back. Bring it on home. Come to daddy. Dude, but his, his, like, his throwing power has just deteriorated so much over those last few years. Like, I don't know, maybe he got his, his shoulder. Well, I mean, has Jarvis Landry ever run a route longer than seven yards? He is good at those. He's got now. He's got two of those guys, plus Olave, Olave. Olave. Do they get? Do they get Olave? Olave? Ohio State. Yeah, and they got. Yeah, I mean, Jarvis Olave, and you know maybe Michael Thomas will start playing football again. Yeah, I mean Olave's got to be sitting there going like, "Don't come back, don't do it, don't you fucking do it." Did they resign James? Get, he gets downfield, right? Yeah, yeah, no, he's a deep threat. He's gonna say, yeah. yeah. They did resign Jameis, so yeah. Oh, and and the the GM was like, he's the GM even said like, I think he's joking, guys. But you know, we'll revisit if dot 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 because they've got his rights. Like he can't sign anywhere else without the Saints kind of either getting compensated somehow in a trade or or uh, uh, or playing him his contract's only worth a million bucks because he like gave him some salary cap relief on the way out so like would you take drew Brees for a million bucks sure yeah if he wants 25 you know mm, and you no. and you just you just went all through all this bullshit and you ended up with Jameis. like you know maybe see what you can get for him i'll tell you what i think nbc needs to do the right thing and just get like another name guy to be the commentator during the games. They've, they've gone through so many guys these last few years, and it's not working yeah. out. It's not working yeah. out on NBC. Ever, since, like... ever, ever since Mayock left, right? They've just been cycling? Yeah. Horrible. When well, in doubt. Mayock, Mayock is available. He is, but I, I wasn't a huge fan of him either. So, um, but, I mean, what? that's the problem with Notre Dame, though, is like or that, that spot is... I'm not sure there's any way to make everybody happy. Go get Brady Quinn. That's yeah, I was easy. just going to say that. What about Brady Quinn? Yeah, okay. it's pretty easy. He's, He's been doing does game day, right? He does the Fox game day. He has been for the last few years. Well, there you go. It's that easy. Brady fucking Quinn, everybody. That's almost too easy. Right? Small yeah. hands. <laughs> smells like cabbage. <laughs> BQ. Um. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, do you think he gets invited to the Bahamas with Deshaun Watson? Like, Matt. I don't think I, I don't think Baker should just show up for training camp. I think he should show up in the fucking Bahamas. What's happening with the Bahamas? Deshaun is is doing a team building exercise in the Bahamas. Couples massages for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> I was just saying. some low hanging fruit there. Yeah, so, right. so yeah. hopefully he's uh, accounted for. Right. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's. Like thirty guys on the offense are going, so that's, that's that, pretty good. Is that considered international? How, international how's he, he going to afford that? His salary this year is only a million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, wild um, stuff. The uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think as long as everybody, you know, you know, Andy's as long as everybody has a massage buddy, I think might be okay. And he's meeting with. Uh, the NFL finally about his situation there. So that'd be interesting to see if anything comes from that. 
I mean, you mean the suspension? You're just interested in how long the suspension is. I mean, that's the... Nah, there might not be a suspension. He might play the entire 2022 season. I'm serious. You, so, so it's been it's been like a month now, right, Doug? If, like you were, have you have you sold yourself on Deshaun um, yet? I'm still in the same situation. Like you better fucking win. <laughs> you didn't just put me through all this to fucking lose again. Yeah, no. Like you better. There's a, that's the only way I can shine any light on this situation. You better fucking win. You better be worth it. Well, if you're gonna shine a light, you better <laughs> fight. That's the. That's the way you see those things. Okay. Um, Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> oh man, what what's the other one? All right, by Instagram. Um, and then and then Joe Judge was in the news this week. Judge. Oh yeah, doing what? He's well, he's with the Patriots, and I, the nobody on the Patriots knows what anybody else is doing right now. Like it's, um, I feel like it's like Al Qaeda, with like the sleeper cell thing, where the sleeper cells only know what Bill tells them, but nobody else knows what anybody else is doing. Like <laughs> Steve, Steve Belichick, he was even asked like, "Hey, kind of like, who's running the offense?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, Dad wears a lot of hats." It's like okay, <laughs> so. I think it's a sleeper cell situation. I think every cell, every position coach just talks to Bill. He's eliminated any kind of offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator things. And it's just, um, that's, that's just what he's doing. He's just, he's just saying like, you know, we're not, we're going to be positionless in terms of our coaches. Um, but Joe Judge, noted special teams wizard, says that he is going to be spending time with the quarterbacks in New England, which I thought, given the success that he had with Daniel Jones, was interesting, um, to say the least. So I'm looking forward to, I mean, Mac Jones and <clears throat> Mac Jones and Joe Judge, Judge Jones. Any thoughts on any of that? You know, every, everything that happens, you know, in there, it's just its own little world. That uh, that Patriots Nation, or whatever they call themselves. Yeah. They're going to do that the know, Patriot way. Like Al-Qaeda. Yeah, Al-Qaeda. But yes, um, so, what happened with uh, Bradbury? Why did he get released? Did we not talk about that, or did we? That that just happened like since the last podcast. Yeah, that was uh, that's a bummer. Why though? What happened? He's cap like good. Space, he's I like guess. good. I, I, that, that's the only thing that makes sense in this cap space because he's a you know a starting corner who's good. He was their only Pro Bowler since like 2017. But it wasn't like he was disgruntled, or did he like have a terrible? Did he no. really fall off last year? It just no. That made no was, sense to me. It was it was yeah it was literally a cap clearance i mean they got the two lsu guys um but i mean if that's something that i mean we didn't even like go hard in the paint on on the fucking secondary and that's that's our hole right now and so so giving up our our you know one of two uh decent 
the defensive backs didn't make much sense at all. But they they said they did it so they could sign their draft class. Really? Yeah, because there's a there's a salary cap issue. Because he's good. I would I would not mind the Niners picking him up. No, he's a he's a, a top tier defensive back. He's a top twenty. Top no, twenty. I mean, I mean it, uh, yeah, sure. Oh, top twenty, easy. Sure. Yeah. Good. He'd start, he'd start on every single NFL team. Six million in cap space. <clears throat> yeah. Like I, I, I would, I would like the Niners. I don't know if system wise or any of that other stuff. Like, um, but as far as like name recognition, I'd absolutely love for my team to to take a crack at it. One thousand percent. Yeah, I didn't. I did not agree with that. But hey, what do I know? I'm right. just a fan. Idiot. Yeah. We got some good. Re- well, we we got a new. We got our segment. Did, did we, we get, get any reviews? reviews this week? Um. Yeah, we did. We got a few. Nice. Lay them uh, on me. Five stars. Of Titles. Course. Only here for Trevor, which is kind of offensive, but okay. <laughs> My man. My man. <clears throat> Samzies. He, he, he said, he, uh, he, I spent a good 30 minutes peeling a mediocre orange, and it was worse than this podcast. So you, <laughs> you've got to carry the two and do a little bit of long division here, but he's saying we're better than mediocre. Sick. And he may not have thumbs because he spent 30 minutes peeling an orange. Yeah, I mean, when you know, you know who we're dealing with. This is this isn't the gene pool shallow, right? Um, Gooder podcast. So that was it. That was that was the entirety of only here for Trevor. Only here for Trevor. I spent a half an hour peeling a mediocre orange, and this podcast was better than that. Right. So that okay. was that was the review that you got mentioned in five stars. Right. <laughs> yeah that that's that's fitting. <laughs> uh gooder gooder podcast uh five stars 10 out of 10 podcast 12 out of 10 considering i get to hear doug be mad about the ravens for doing great things can't wait for it to get back to two pods a week best grube aus deutschland i'm worried i just said a hate crime um but uh one of our german followers all right my man um not a bad pod for an old man five stars uh, okay. With a thumbs up and uh thumbs up emoji. It looks like he typed in thumbs up and was hoping to just do the emoji. Did he do so like he a, a voice forward. review? Did he do What's a up? voice text review? Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then uh this one this one was the really good one. Simply the best, five stars. There's nothing more appealing after a long day of drama and turning in assignments at school than hearing three middle-aged men talking about sports and whatever else comes to mind. This is simply the greatest podcast of all time. There's no debate. It's the Tom Brady, the Leo Messi, the Babe Ruth, the Valentino Rossi, the Michael Jordan of the podcasting world. Nothing has ever nor will ever come close to touching the great man, greatness of one man's mustache and another man's hockey corner. I implore anyone and everyone <laughs> who happens to stumble upon this podcast, perhaps even this very review, to listen to just one single episode and I promise you will never go back. 
what's that person in 46 with the monster fucking jesus i'm fucking done dude what was was the name i'm retiring after that powerful argon 46 i i mean i've 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 got have have we talked about the mustache yeah I mean, it. I. It was. It was. A, I even had the mustache on my on my profile picture for a minute. But I. I mean, the mustache is long gone. Right. Like, right. But like, I, I feel like you kind of have to be relatively inner circle to understand to know about that. Right. Right. Yeah. You've got to be right. with us for a while to get the mustache thing. Right. Or know us personally. Right. That too. I was looking at the pictures from vacation in in Steamboat, and it's like, okay. And then when I t- like the pictures from the like head on. Cause like I still kept like a, a short scruff of beard. Um, and then when it turned to the side, it was just, Oh, it's like, wow, that thing's powerful. <laughs> and glorious. Yeah. That's the volume. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much peak review right there. Do we that's, get better? That's, they don't get yeah. better than that. I don't think Dude, so. Right. That guy needs, stop? He needs a sticker pack or something. With. I feel like we owe him yeah. something. No, geez, yeah. Like, yeah. Just come on the podcast sometime. Right. I just need that. I need that in my life right now. Like, can that guy just write me a message every morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need those. I need that daily affirmation text. That that, Five dollars a week. That's nicer than anything my wife said to me for seven or eight years, including "Hope you have a good day." Right. Well, I mean, that was that was obviously intentionally to ruin my week. Right. Month. Year. Um. I'll be there for you. Um. <laughs> all right. So this episode we're doing. It's you know after the draft. This is this is the dead part. I mean we've talked about all the football news already. So uh, we are doing. Did you want to hit the schedule release? You guys happy with the your schedules? <laughs> yeah, dude. The Browns. <laughs> Browns are coming to me week one in Carolina. Look at that. Look nice. At you guys, you guys should come out. I'm Deshaun trying to get... Watson versus Baker Mayfield. Let's do this. That would be amazing. Speaking of, of coming out there, I, uh, so whenever, you know, Zillow, the, um, I love how it's an entertainment app, not a, I, uh, thought, I thought we were getting a different coming out, but go ahead. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I thought we were finally getting it after all this time. Don't make me come uh, out there. Uh, don't make me come out. <laughs> um, so, like, I've, I, Wilmington, North Carolina, and like Coastal Carolina, I've just, you know, peaked at, uh, at, at uh, properties over there. And um, Zillow sends you an email, right, with like the trend of the housing market in that area. Yeah. <laughs> to pop it open. Christ. And I check out some houses. And damn, dude, like 3,000 square foot, quarter mile from the ocean. An acre, renovated, decent schools for like six fifty. Yeah, Wilmington's a hot spot for sure. Yeah, and it's probably double what it was like eighteen months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah. But I mean, you know, that's a three, four million dollar house where I am. (laughs) Uh, With all with everything you just talked about, it's probably a ten. Like the acre. By itself would be three or four million without any. Yeah, help. yeah. I didn't. I didn't think about that with the proximity to the. Right. Like I'm. I'm very close to the ocean right now, and that then this was even closer, <laughs> which is which is very cool. 
Anyway. Look at, look at uh, Atlantic Beach, Moorhead City area. A little more untapped, but. You're about, what, an hour from the coast? More like two, two and a half. Okay. Why didn't you buy that fucking house, Doug? Uh, I'm looking a little farther north, just a little bit north of there. No, I mean, it's, uh, I'm like, I don't know if I'm kicking myself. It's just the the fucking kids. Like, you know, it's like, you can't do anything because of the kids. I can't live anywhere in San Diego that doesn't have good schools because I got the special needs kid. And then on top of all that, man, we are fucking off topic. Um, (laughs) I can't afford anything around here. So (laughs) anyways, the, um, as far as the schedule release, the Niners have a fucking shit bag of a schedule. Like it's, they say it's fifth toughest. Um, but the only, because they play, we play the AFC West. So, Hey, Russ is gone. And we still get to play Russ this season. So we play him once instead of twice. It's kind of like a, a going away party for him. So I expect to lose that game. Um, but out of the last 12 weeks for the Niners, I think like seven of them are at home. One is a neutral field. One is a bye, And three are, are away games. So that like in terms of like that finishing stretch, which is, I mean, the last three quarters of the season, but like that, the other thing that stood out for me is all of the difficult games for us, like the the Raiders, like the most difficult games, like the Raiders game will be tough, but and but they're not the class of the AFC West. Like the Chargers and Chiefs are the home games for us um, out of the AFC West, and we visit the Broncos and the Raiders. Um so like it's that like we play Brady and the Buccaneers, but it's at home. Like we've got, you know, we've got a tough schedule, but there's the split on like where those games are is is uh, is the the tougher of all those games are the are the home games, which is which is good. And I think we open with the Bears, oh, Bears, um, Bears, Seahawks are the first two games, which should be good for the rookie quarterback or Jimmy G, you know, who's ever starting. <laughs> um, so that's that's my take on the Niners schedule. Everybody like, you know, but it'll it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough schedule. Like 10, 11 wins would be fucking phenomenal as far as I'm concerned for Trey Lance to get his first full season starting since like 2019 and to pull off 10 or 11 wins would be insane i think so i'm good with that i yeah. don't think i don't think we'd get to 10 or 11 wins if will if russ was still in seattle yeah. i think that would that that's going to be the difference him leaving the division will be the difference between us getting to 10 or 11 wins not saying we're sweeping the seahawks or any of that other shit but it's just like he just he makes the division that much harder and and i think that's the that's the extra that one extra win is that that we should get um at minimum is is going to be the difference for us that and i think we might play the cardinals in the first six weeks when deandre hopkins is gone and then our other game against the cardinals is in is the neutral site game so it's like that's those those things working in in our favor too what's the neutral site game mexico city oh wow okay at eight thousand square feet, at eight thousand foot elevation, 
Interesting. It's going to no. be lit. Do you play uh, um, Denver in Denver? Uh, yeah. Denver. We're from Denver. Denver. So two elevation games. Yeah. Better get, better get your cardio up. Right. The, the uh, yeah. So, but, you know, at least we don't have to go to Germany like the Seahawks do. Like the, 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 the Seahawks travel more. They have more air miles going to Germany in week 13 than the Steelers have the entire season. That's an interesting yeah. stat. They don't leave uh, the Eastern time zone, the right. Squealers. That's cheating. As far that as is cheating. Heard. I like the uh, the Browns need to start off for now. Because uh, they got Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons to start. They need to. And after that, it's a lot harder. <laughs> So, what are the chances Baker starts a game for the Browns this year? That would be so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> I would love that, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> there's so many people hating him, even more so, you know, after everything that's happened. So, I, I feel like it could happen. Fuck, I mean, if they decide to put Deshaun Watson back on the exempt list or whatever it is. or Like, if they, if they suspend Deshaun Watson for eight games... Are you really rolling Deshaun Kaiser out there when you've got Baker Mayfield under contract? Jacoby Brissett. Not Deshaun Kaiser. I mean, he's a veteran. I, I wouldn't, you know, if we have to, we have to. But I would not be mad if they had Baker and he played out of his fucking mind. That would be so funny. It would be very on brand for old Baker. Yeah. Like on the on the Baker Mayfield cycle, the chip on your shoulder section. Um, against bad teams, like I'd I'd much rather have Baker than Jacoby Brissett. Like yeah. if, if you're paying him anyways, you might as well fucking and do like well keep him. Ian Rappaport on NFL Network, he's been saying this. He's been saying like there's a chance that fucking Baker could be on the roster opening day next year and play. And like you know, Browns Twitter's having a meltdown when he says it. Especially, yeah, especially with the suspension. Yeah. I, I got I got a scenario for you. Browns 49ers Super Bowl. Baker starting versus Jimmy G. Let's fucking <laughs> go. Dude. Can you imagine be... anything funnier? I don't think I could. <laughs> that would be good. That would I, I mean just making the Super Bowl again would be would be fantastic. Jimmy shoving it in everybody's face because I still again I Jimmy still hasn't done anything to make me go oh fuck that guy the way like Baker you know like nothing's come out about Jimmy you know there's nobody like sitting there going like oh man you know fucking piece of shit like you know there's not nothing from the locker room the way that like you know it's like hey did you did you see the video of of uh, that obg uh, that odell's dad put out why would i watch a video i see it every day in practice like none of that stuff has come out about jimmy he seems as advertised a great guy that everybody loves and um and so i've got no issues with him being on the team this year like you know at all now at 25 million which I don't think would happen because then I just end up with a ton of leverage at that point and be like, listen, you're going to take seven or, or nothing um, because nobody else is going to give you more than seven because the season's practically fucking underway. Um, 
So I could see that happening, but Jimmy coming back at 7 million as a backup and like embracing the role and not being a, you know, not, not, uh, not being disruptive. I, I couldn't, I couldn't see him be disruptive. The only thing that I would, that could happen is the locker room sits there, goes, Trey Lance doesn't have it. You got to start Jimmy because, you know, we got to win games. And that would be better than not winning games. I'll tell you that. Yep. Sure. So, um, anyway. Yeah, I think Baker needs to be humbled. He needs to go be a backup somewhere. Go sit behind Brady for a year in Tampa Bay. That would be the ideal situation for him, I think. That's what Jameis yeah. did. And Jameis came out of it like, you know, everybody was like, fucking Jameis, man. Are you Can you trust your franchise with him? And now, you know, he spends a year with Drew Brees, and he even said he's like, kind of figured out how to be a professional. Like, I, I realized I don't need to win every – I don't need to win every snap. Like, you know, I, it's, you know, lose the, lose the battle, win the war type of shit. Like, maybe Baker needs that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody can can use a year behind uh, an elite quarterback. Yeah, yeah, because just just I think him going to a bad team would just kind of that'd be it. Oh, yeah, that'd be it. Okay. The Gi- the Giants have a favorable schedule every year. Can I, we talk? Yeah, can we talk about it? I can see eight wins. Like. Oh. A team on the giant schedule winning eight games, or like the actual <laughs> there's there's probably there's probably five eight wins. There's five. I'm sorry, how many games did you say they could eat? Eight. <laughs> I think there's there's at least five teams with eight plus wins that they play. Doug, he he definitely meant the Giants are getting five wins and the Jets are getting three. I think that had to be what what he meant by eight wins. New York. So. Right. We open the season. <laughs> He's just ignoring us <laughs> with the the Jets. Just rolling right through it. Opening with the Jets. We'll see. That's a that's a you know the Jets are a. It's always a good battle. What's the over under on torn ACLs in that one? <laughs> uh, then the Titans. So wait, we're gonna settle this. Who's the worst team of the last five years in one game? Yeah. In week one. Yeah, we talked about that. I didn't really. Well, we didn't know it was gonna be week one before oh we, yeah right we didn't yeah week like, one but, we like before it. like if it was week 10 they could have like one team could have pulled away by like two wins but i wonder now, if, i wonder if i wonder if anybody announcing the game will bring it up i'm gonna write a strongly worded fucking letter to the editor if they don't <laughs> yeah i think you'll see it and with that <laughs> the the new york insert football team just became the worst team in the league over the last five years in one game. Oh, I can't fucking wait. So it's gonna be on it's gonna be on at the same time as the Niners. Otherwise, I'd watch every second of that game. Yeah. Well, teams we can beat. How about that? <laughs> there we so, go. Yeah, rattle off the teams you can beat. Okay, the so Jets, Jets, the Panthers. Okay. The Jaguars. Uh-huh. The Seahawks. You skip uh-huh. the Bears. The Lions. Bears, maybe the Bears. Okay. The Commanders at least once. Okay. The Eagles at least once. Uh, okay. And there we go. Okay. So. Could beat, right? Could beat. But like, there is 
We could beat the Bears. We could beat the Cowboys. It happens. And we can we can beat any of these teams and the Packers, the Ravens. Did you take Doug Shrooms? <laughs> I, I don't think we can beat the Packers. I don't think we can beat the Ravens. Uh, yeah, um, same. If the Cowboys are playing well, we don't beat the Cowboys. Right. Uh, everybody else, we can beat. Maybe not the Vikings. Right, but I mean, like that's the, the Colts. The Colts run, are going to run. The Colts going to run for five hundred yards. You just rattled off like eight coin flips and said, "I'm I I think all of them can be heads." Yeah. Okay. I don't think all those are going to. I be mean, heads. dude, you could build some confidence in the middle of that schedule playing the Jaguars, Seahawks, Texans, and Lions all in a row. Yeah, we could. We easily could. So there's my sunshine for you, baby. Yeah, and if and if the Titans don't start strong, you know, maybe they struggle early. Maybe we beat them. That's that. Who's the fucking coach again? Who's Brian Debo? Oh yeah, Debo. Debo. The team's. I mean, there's a lot. The team is high energy. The the morale is really high on the team at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how he does. Uh, Is he going to try to? Make Daniel Jones into a Josh Allen type quarterback. Uh, most likely. I mean this this is back to back weeks with just pure, unadulterated giant optimism. <laughs> here, <laughs> it is. Like I was like, this sounds really familiar. I like I, what, no, that we did it. We did this part. We did this segment already. We did it last week. You know my business partner has season tickets to the Giants, right? And he's offered them to us if we want to go to a game. Uh, no, I didn't know that. And yes, let's go. Have fun. We can do it. We can that's do a, it. That's a lot of effort for for me. If you, want to, if you want to avoid the cold, we need to go in the first four weeks. There, I might go to the Browns' first three games. You're, yeah, because you're that you're that close now. Oh no, you got the, you got the. They're in Carolina. Then then who? Then fly up, or not fly? Drive up to Ohio, watch them play the Jets next Sunday, and then they play the Steelers Thursday night. So I could just stay there till Thursday because I got the time. Um, <laughs> in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I mean, I got family just you know an hour south. Right. Free place to stay. Yeah, uh, that, that, but I could. It's realistic for me to go in the first three games. You should 100% do that. You should yeah, buy the tickets right. now, and then just plan on doing it. And just make sure you've got a fucking good Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. then I mean, just purely for content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it certainly happen. not because you like your football team, but just for this fucking podcast that six people are are listening to. That's a yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My peeps, dude, I will do it for the what's the guy that left that last review? I'll do it for him in his name, right? Uh, his Christian name, like he should DM you. We want details. Let's get his uh, get his. You should just bring him. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns go three and oh, this guy's my new if best he's friend. in if he lives in any one of those cities, you should bring him. <laughs> that kind of optimism is nowhere near northeast Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> The weather just doesn't that kind of optimism just doesn't grow in that weather. No, sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, if he's listening, you should DM where you live and maybe maybe Doug will bring you to a game on his on his uh 
on his leg of the NFL season. Like that guy's probably Australian, is what it is. What it is. Like he well, was. I mean, all he has to do is get here. All right. Let us know. Right, let's get to this fucking draft. We're 36 minutes into this podcast. I mean, Doug, you've got room. <laughs> That's right, dude. Stay at Doug's dad's house. <laughs> Just for writing Fuck. the best review of all time. Uh, Dad, this is this is Argon Power 42. Fuck. Mr. Doug, Argon Power, Argon Power, Mr. Doug. <laughs> Uh, all right. See uh, Doug's childhood bedroom. Smoke <laughs> weed out of an apple. <laughs> Fight a cab driver. Knock over some mailboxes. Oh, those are all Northeast Ohio. I mean, you should do all of those things. <laughs> what's what's, like, what's on your fucking Northeast Ohio bingo card? Hit mailboxes uh, with Doug. <laughs> I mean, that would be. I mean, yeah, I think we would make it if you did that, and 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 we got some great content out of that. We would get we would get some kind of hype for that. I mean, like, dude, small shitty podcast takes fan that left review on <laughs> on a three on a three week <laughs> middle <laughs> northeast. <laughs> Unfortunately, he was 16, and it amounted to kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they thought they could go to Philadelphia, and that's where it went bad. Uh, Doug is doing hard time, but Browns are 3-0. <laughs> Doug's, wearing the, <laughs> Doug's wearing the same orange that all of his brown favorite Browns are wearing. <laughs> For 10 years. All right. Um... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I'm just going to slide everybody up a pick. So, Trevor, you get to pick first. I'm going to pick second. Whoa. 
So any position, right? Or are we doing it like it's, position it's, a, it's a fantasy draft. You pick any position that you, that you want. We're taking. So here's the uh, here's the rules of the draft for everybody. Um, must be. Oh, we'll get to this later. We'll get to the we'll, we'll get to this later. Um, must be over the age of 35 or retired. So, like, Matt Ryan counts. If you wanted to put Matt Ryan on your fantasy ringless team, Matt Ryan counts because he's over the age of 35. Must be over the age of 35 or retired. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a defense slash special teams. Now, the the one thing with the defense slash special teams is um, where you're just taking the whole fucking defense. Like... Basically, I, the reason I put it like this is because I wanted to eventually, hopefully, as long as they're not stolen from me, um, take the 2012 49ers defense because they didn't win the ring. But like the other way I wrote in because I like did up like a little draft guide for the guys just in case they didn't want to do any research, Trevor. And the um, <laughs> uh, so I put like like the 70s Vikings, the purple people eaters. That's that, you know, the 90s Bills, uh, the Erlacher Bears, the. Uh, the Butkus Bears, the Willis 49ers, like those types, like those teams that they might have had a guy on the team that won a ring, but that like unit together didn't didn't win a ring. So that's how that's how we're handling the defense and special team. Got it. We all clear on that? Yeah. Awesome. Crystal. Hey, um, is there is there a games played limitation? What? There's games played like yeah, no, played no. so many games. There's there's one name that's that's left off this list is you know greatest of all time. Just had a short career. I'm I can't wait. I mean, we're talking. I can't wait for, talking, I can't wait like, for you to draft him. This is this, this is, is but, I mean, it's like if you're putting Bo Jackson on. I mean, yeah, if you want to draft Bo Jackson, draft Bo Jackson. It's your world, Trevor. You have the first pick, right? Yeah, Trevor's got the first pick. <sighs> Bo Jackson. <laughs> nice. From oh, the, knows. From the team that drafted Saquon Barkley, fifth overall. Bo Jackson with the first overall pick. This is like the best football player to ever play the game. Could have been. I mean, like. Could have been a contender. Could have been the best running back ever. Like, like that's, that's a strong possibility. I am. So, this Bo comes up a lot obviously on my page because uh kids are stupid um and there's always the best athlete things there's always the you know there's there's the one thing that's going around what one player would you have liked to have never seen get injured and it's like if you don't say bo jackson i can't i can't help you um but the the way i tell the kids about bo jackson because i'm usually being brought in to settle an argument and it's somebody saying one person saying Bo Jackson was, is a top five running back of all time. Um, and the other guy's saying no way he didn't have the career and the way I navigate through that is to say, you can't possibly overrate Bo Jackson. No, like, he can't. I mean, it's not like he got hurt, came back, and wasn't the same. He never came back. But, I mean, like, the thing... There's, there's plenty of guys out there who are great, got hurt, and weren't the same. 
Well, he just right. went. He just went on to baseball as a safer. But years and years later, like the injury was so bad that like it was like it was years before he was even able to get back to baseball. Yeah. My point with like you can't overrate Bo Jackson is because like there's other variables besides the injury. For instance, he never carried the ball in September. He didn't have one NFL right. carry in the month of September. Right. So he played not just not just he's not he, not just played baseball and then went into football, but skipped preseason, skipped offseason, all that bullshit, skipped uh, the first month of the season and literally just like swapped out his bat for some pads and then walked on the football field and averaged five and a half yards of carry for his career. Like it was effortless for Bo. And like it, the part of the reason you can't overrate Bo is because football was the hobby. Baseball was the thing that he wanted to do. And um, the, the, commitment to football was never there but football was the thing that took his career from him which is the like the saddest fucking part about it um that if he just focused on baseball you know he hits 600 home runs and uh steals you know 600 bases <clears throat> and we're talking about you know one of the great baseball players of all time would have struck out a lot but still um but he played football like and that's what ended up fucking up his career so it's like i don't think that for like for me, I wouldn't put Bo in a like Bo wasn't a consideration for me on this because like I, honestly, I was just looking at the Hall of Fame guys and like the Hall of Fame monitor on ProFootballReference.com and it was just like okay, I'm finding the guys that don't have a ring and the highest Hall of Fame score from there, and that's why Bo wasn't on the on the on the cheat sheet. But um, there's like you literally like if if you're if you're if you're space jamming it and you need a running back to play the aliens, yeah, it it's it's Bo. Like, did you ever play Tech Mobile? <laughs> right. There, there's your answer. The, do you know? Do you know his supposed forty times? Like four one eight, four one three. Yeah, that's that's six one two twenty seven. Yeah, freak, absolute <laughs> freak, absolute freak. So he is my number one pick, hundred percent. Like if if they missed it by if they missed it by two tenths of a second, it was still a four three three. <laughs> That's how gross that is. Um, no, and and uh, yeah, it's like just go watch the fucking highlights. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He made he made very large and talented men look like children. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm up. Um, not taking a running back. I'm going to take Dan Marino. He's Probably the most obvious pick in this thing. I mean, drafting after Trevor comes with benefits. We've talked about this. <laughs> Doug, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go with Jim Kelly. Four Super Bowl losses. Yeah, that's where I was going to go with mine. That matters. I mean, you, you might, you could probably make a case for Fran Tarkenton being the more talented quarterback. Maybe even Fouts. 
Fouts would have uh, been if if Fouts I would have if if uh, quarterbacks were all gone, Fouts would have been the guy I take with like my last pick in the draft. Yeah, he put up tons of yards, right? Yeah. So, what is so fucked about this list is like as I'm putting it together, I'm starting to see like players from the same teams popping up on it. Yep. And yeah. There's, there's, there's some bills. I have, I have a team I want to draft, really, because <laughs> I was around for him. <laughs> the Bills are just littered through this thing at every position except for tight end. Yeah. Um, and two generations, two separate generations of Chargers is the other one. Yeah. You got two separate generations of Charger of Charger Hall of Fame Charger quarterbacks, two separate generations of Charger Hall of Fame tight ends. None of them want a fucking ring. Sheesh. So, um, um, Doug, you get the wraparound pick. Wrapping her around, um, I'm going to go with the guy that made me fall in love with football, Barry Sanders. That guy was an absolute pleasure to watch play football. And again, Lions kind of did his did him dirty, so it makes it even worse. So, Barry Sanders. I'm going to take Randy Moss. Ooh, I was going to take Randy Moss. I was going to take Jerry Rice, but Jerry Rice has three Super Bowl rings and is ineligible for this. So um, <laughs> I was the next receiver on the list, and uh, his name was Randy Moss. Randy. Trevor, you're up. I'm going to stay with the receivers and go with Megatron. That's, uh, yeah. That poor bastard. Yep. Freak again, freak. Yeah, you've got um, you you got some you got some athletes here. That's some horses here. Some horses. Yeah. All right, Trevor, uh, you get the reach around pick. All day, Adrian Peterson. But but it's AP. I know. A- but it's AP. But but it's all day. I, I made that. I used AP. to make that argument. His name I, is Adrian Peterson. I know. I used to. I used to make that argument, but I just I gave into it. All day. All day. Stop that um, backfield, motherfuckers. <laughs> so. So that means that. Uh, so Barry's off the table, and Adrian Peterson is off the table. And Bo Jackson, who I didn't even put on the table, is off the table. And Randy Moss is off the table. Is there a birthday boy we're getting to here or what? No, I'm I'm Dan gonna take, off Dan Marino's off the table. I'm gonna I, take I know I'm, who my next pick is that if you're not going I'm gonna take TO. Terrell? Terrell yeah. Owens. You you would have, yeah. I'm I, I'm taking arguably the third greatest wide receiver of all time. I have the, like the second and third greatest wide receivers of all time with Dan Marino. Yep. I'm perfectly okay with everything that just happened. Um, Doug, you're up. I took Meg- I will... Megatron's off. Yep. Oh, that's right. I will go with uh, Chris Carter, wide receiver. Best boundary wide receiver in football history. Arguably the best hands ever. Yeah. That guy had some hands. He was an Ohio guy. 
he was just as good at basketball as he was football. Also, interesting. Yep. A little, little, little shooting guard, little little point guard, shooting guard. Yeah, it's the wing player. I think. I mean, I was pretty young. I don't remember, but my dad talked about him being nasty. Like my dad would go to travel to watch him play basketball in high school. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds like a pop Papa Doug thing. Yep. Um. All right, you got one more. Uh, coming back around. Damn, man, they're too old school. Man, I want to take Frank Gore from you so bad because you <laughs> took Terrell Owens. <laughs> but I won't. I won't do that to you. I will take Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, for a second there, I was just going to go with that with that Chargers team that was amazing and never won anything. Yeah, like Ladanian. LT. Uh, Gates. Gates, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take, God, Gates or Tony Gonzalez? Those are the two. I'm I a, think I, I'm biased to Gates. He's a, I am too. the same university. Uh, I, yeah, I am too. I like, I like Antonio Gates. So I'm taking Antonio Gates. So I got Marino, Randy Moss, T.O., and Antonio Gates. Trevor, you're up. Because there's only those two, I believe everyone else is in a different uh, category in that tight end class. I'm going to go with Tony Gonzalez. And then one more. You got a you got a quarterback and a wide receiver spot open. Nice hands, Larry. Larry Fitzgerald. Gross, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, I, mean, I, mean I mean if game nice. you know games on the line. Pick, there's pick, a, pick. there's there's a couple guys on this list I would take over over Larry. There's two two that I have. Like I would take Andre Johnson over him. Um Tim Brown baby. Tim, Tim Brown. Brown. I would take over him. Steve Smith, I would take over him. Sterling Sharp, I would take over him. Okay. Um, well, that's my pick, motherfucker. Her, like, Herman Moore went to three first-team All-Pro, was named a three-first-team All-Pro. Herman Moore was a bad dude in the 90s. And that was with, like, Scott Mitchell as his quarterback. Right. Like, Herman Moore was a bad dude for a couple years. In And, like, going to first-team All-Pros in the mid-90s when... Michael Irvin, Jerry Rice, Sterling Sharp were all cranking. Um, Chris Carter, like that was this was not like oh you know they weren't throwing the ball in the nineties like no dude like Herman Moore was a fucking stud, um, and should probably be getting Hall of Fame consideration. Just fucking throwing that out there. Uh, like if guys like Sam Mills are making the Hall of Fame, like Herman Moore like has a fucking case. Um. So it's me now. I got I got the running backs. No, I get my I basically get my pick of the running backs. Yeah, if, if yeah, take LTOA. Take uh, who else did you leave on there? 
fits. Oh yeah. And, and Tony Gonzalez. Um, right. <clears throat> Got to update the draft board. Um, I yeah, I'm gonna take the number three leading rusher of all time, Francis Franklin Delano Gore. Francis, who, by the way, knocked the ever-loving shit out of a fighter on his 39th birthday. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Just and was like Roy Jones Juniorring it for a little bit right before the knockout, like a fucking stud. I didn't know if you guys saw the the reverse angle where he's just kind of like, you know, hands down, just kind of like head imagine, moving his head left and right, and then imagine just like, who else can leave like one, you know, notoriously life altering head injury sport for another. I you know. It's <laughs> the the thickness of Frank Gore's skull. And starts be. at the neck. And the neck. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, the neck. Yeah. Like it gets wider. His head yeah. gets wider as it moves into his shoulders. Yes. Um, triangle. But like Chad, I think it was Chad Johnson who sparred with Frank before the Darren Williams fight and was like, no joke, Frank has like bricks for hands. Like he is going, he's like, if he touches you, you're going to sleep. Um, and he, I mean, that, that was supposed to be a professional fighter that he was going up against. It's been doing this. Yeah. I mean, probably not very good, but like had been doing this his entire, like probably since he was a teenager and Frank like gave him stiff legs and he tipped over. <laughs> It was pretty good. It was pretty cool to watch. I won't lie. It was freaking yeah. amazing. On his it, 39th birthday. On, I was gonna say on his birthday. That's that crazy that I feel like he's 50, but he's my age. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the little brother I always wanted. <laughs> well, you didn't get him. <laughs> That's absolutely how I'm talking about him from now on in front of my parents. <laughs> Instead, you got a guy. Instead, you got a guy with oozing uh, earwax. Right. My uh, my 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 mom. Uh, we said you know we're over at the, at their place for Mother's Day. I was like, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. She as well. It's uh, I think my brother said Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And I'm I'm sick. So like, oh, I found out allergies. Yeah, you. Yeah, you've always had allergies. No, but I mean, like sniffles, like eight months a year. But like, I haven't, I haven't, like, dude, I haven't had the sniffles in fucking three months. Like, that's what was tripping me out was I was getting headaches and not sniffles. And uh, anyway, so the doctor was like, it's allergies, Um, so no brain cancer, Um, which was a plus. Um, Anyway, I'm like, we didn't know I was like sick and not feeling good and sore throat and all this other shit. So I'm sitting away from the family, like with a mask on, you know, sitting on the couch while they're eating dinner, kind of thing. And uh, and my brother's like, "Happy Mother's Day, Mom." She's like, "Well, it's a, it's just a pleasure being your mother." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a real fucking riot for us too." And, <laughs> and apparently, that ruined the mood for a second. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Anyways, um, all right, Doug, you're up. You got two spots. Uh, three, three spots. Yep. Why does he be tight end in D? I'll go with the purple people eaters, man. Yeah. 
Alan Page. Yeah. Guess where he's from? Guess what high school he went to? Same as me. <laughs> would you? Uh, would you? We, were gonna, we need to do it all like Canton draft for. <laughs> dude, we could do a thirty thirty on what I know about athletes from Ohio. Um, but yeah, um, that was a pretty gnarly defense. So purple people eaters. Yeah, and we should do, we should do a, the Owen four the Owen four Super Bowl franchise that nobody fucking talks about yep lost uh. four super bowls in the 70s bill at least they weren't in the road like the bills right right <clears throat> um, um so now i need a tight end or a wide receiver and... man i'm kind of torn here between kellen winslow and ozzy newsome for the tight end um I'm going to go with Ozzie Newsom just because he was a brownie. Um, so, Ozzie Newsom. And, so and, and a rapist didn't mm. come from his loins? And there, that's a factor, too. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Ozzie Newsom did work for the Ravens after the, you know. <laughs> which, so. which may or may not be equal to fathering. Yeah, I mean, it's, depending on what scale you work off of, you know, <laughs> rape and Ravens, same thing. All right. Um, oh, it was Junior that paid for the Browns. My bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Senior uh, was a charger. So, so I was looking to, I was looking to kind of like beef up the, um, the defense thing, and like, so I, I was just going through the defensive positions and looking for Hall of Famers, and then kind of like cross referencing their uh, their defense. Interesting fact about the uh, nineteen eighty nine Broncos. Uh, two interesting facts. One, they were the number one defense in the entire NFL. And two, they gave up 55 fucking points in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that wasn't Ooh. that. To who? To, who? to, to the Niners. That's okay. maybe why I remember that. That's like the, the Giants in, in 2000 beating the Vikings, the, the Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, right. Chris Carter Vikings, 55 nothing. Right. But uh, yeah, that was I didn't realize the Broncos had the number one. So, like I think that, so that means that Joe Montana. Because I've been developing the stat, Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. Three of them he beat the league MVP was the opposing quarterback, and then in the fourth one, uh, he was the MVP and beat the number one defense in the NFL fifty-five to ten. Tom Brady ever do that? Uh, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't think so. Doubt it. Yeah, Michigan guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the the eighties Broncos were a really good fucking uh, defense. The 90s yeah, Bills were a really good defense. There was a um, um, was it like ninety one Eagles with Reggie White? They had a really good year. That was one oh, team that man. I looked up. I I well I'm I'll I I'm gonna leave them. That that's a really fucking good one doug that's a really good one yeah um and like i would i would accept them as as part of this even though reggie white won't run a one a ring like he didn't do it with that eagles team and that eagles team was fucking savage right. yeah um savagery i'm i'm uh it may not be the best on this list um but uh 
I'm going to go with the Derek Thomas Chiefs. Uh, you know, never mind. I'm going with Patrick Wilson, the 49ers. Yeah, what are, you, what are you thinking about? I just wanted to, like, just for a second there, mention the fact that Derek Thomas doesn't get talked about enough as one of, like, the four top four pass rushers of all time. Like, rest, in, rest in peace. Yeah, that too. Um, anyway, so that's the 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 will the Willis 49ers are off the list. Okay. Trevor, finish off your squadron. What I got is cornerback of the defense. QB and D. I'll keep it defense. On on defense. Which Bears team? The one that lost to Peyton? Yeah, there. You mean the Urlacher ones? Yeah, those good. Those they had some good years there. Yeah, and like dragged Rex Grossman to a Super Bowl. Right. So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'll go there with the Urlacher Bears. Okay. And who's your quarterback? I gotta pick one. I gotta pick one of those Chargers. So it's going to be P-Riv. You've always had a soft spot for... for you film. love that guy. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he, could, he could, should have been a giant. No, like when when pre-Super Bowls, when Eli was struggling, there, I remember conversations. You're like, man, fuck, I wish we had Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. Um, Running back for me. God, do I go all Miami? Go Clinton Portis? Or Edron James? Or Curtis Martin, dude. Earl Campbell? Eric Dickerson? I just can't take Curtis Martin seriously. I can't. Curtis Martin's not nowhere on on my list. It's Earl Campbell, Dickerson. Dickerson. Jail Sayers was nasty, even though he didn't play that long. Why is Matt Forte on this list? Because I I, I ran it to 20, okay? (laughs) I wanted to give everybody some choices. There's obviously... Like, listen, Wes Welker. And why is Tiki? Why is Tiki on the list? He won a he won a Super Bowl. He did not. Tiki was not on any of those teams. No, that was part of the the uh, that was Wait. part of the thing. Is that he is like when he retired, that's when they started winning Super Bowls. That's right. Played. Yeah, he was Kerry Collins. He never played with Eli. Yeah. That's you might have right. played with him, but they didn't win the Super. They didn't, you know. He was, he was, yeah, he was part of that 2000 team. Yeah, Seahorn and yeah. Um. And yeah. Wow. I, that doesn't click. But I mean, like Derek Mason wasn't getting picked in this draft. Henry Edward wasn't getting picked. But I wanted to give you, you know, give you guys options mostly to hide the guys that I wanted to pick. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, OJ. Man, fucking killer. Um, oh, this is hard. I'll even, do it. even Sean Alexander's. Can't would be a I good pick. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> um, like Stephen Jackson needs more respect. Like that guy's sh- should be a future Hall of Famer. Um, I'm gonna go with Eric Dickerson. The big dick. I've met him. Nice. He's a he's a uh, he's a Valley San Fernando Valley legend. Living legend. 
Doug, wide receiver. I'm Ooh. sorry, I was shitting on Derek Mason. Were you going to take Derek Mason? No. Oh. No, not a chance. Um, for this pick, I was looking at, damn, Andre Johnson. No, I got to go with my guy, Tim Brown, dude. Heisman Trophy winner at Notre Dame. Hall of Famer with the Raiders. Tim Brown's the man. All right, so just to recap, Trevor has Philip Rivers, Bo Jackson, Adrian Peterson, Megatron, Larry Fitzgerald, Tony Gonzalez, and the Erlacher Bears defense. Doug has Jim Kelly, Barry Sanders, Ladanian Tomlinson. God, those running backs are good, man. Uh, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, Ozzie Newsome, and the 70s Vikings. And not Joe has Dan Marino, Frank Gore, Eric Dickerson, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Antonio Gates, and the Patrick Willis 49ers. This was fun. I think Marino throwing to Moss and Owens would produce points. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stacks not left there. I went, I went, I went like zero running back there. I went, I, I waited on my running backs. I did running, run, running back was deeper, I feel like. Like I mean, I like I would have been just as happy with like Jamal Charles, who's fucking awesome. Clinton Portis was fucking awesome. Edron James was fucking awesome. Like yeah. I'm not. <clears throat> there's there's less wide receiver. I mean, like Sterling Sharp. If I'd gone a different route, like I would have taken Sterling Sharp over Tim Brown, probably right there at the end, Doug. But that's just me. Yeah, his neck when the last is. I mean, fuck, you know, we let Trevor take Bo, who, you know. Anyways, that's the draft. Bo knows. Um, That was pretty good. Yeah, I had fun. Those are all good squadrons. I think everybody would take those. I'll uh, I'll do a little graphic and put these up. Um, uh, For a film review. I, uh, the, the Nick Cage movie that just came out where he plays Nick Cage. Yeah. There's like a bunch of Nick Cage movies now floating around the, the streaming services. Not that there's ever any ever shortage of Nick Cage movies, but there's one specifically that caught my eye because it's, it's Nick Cage and Russell Brand. Um, it's called army of one. It's based on a true story. Um, Russell Brand plays God. Naturally. Um, Nick Cage plays, uh, again, a real life man um, who uh, is told by God to uh, go to Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden. And I'll just leave it there. Uh, it's on HBO Max. It's one of the, I mean, it's one of the five or six greatest movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> it is such an experience. Um, I, w- I will warn you that uh, Nick Cage's, the voice he does in the movie may make you fall in love with men. Um, <laughs> it is intoxicating. And, wow. um, Jesus, really? 
it's it is uh whatever the choices he makes in this movie guys is i i I implore you to watch this movie is it like larry david level like cringe like i can't stop watching i here's the thing i loved it (laughs) (laughs) all right it looks ridiculous i just wanted i mean like because what's not, his name as like a sidekick is is pretty damn good too. I it's not that it's not a car accident in the I can't look away thing. It's a um. It's it would be like if the Tour de France was like riding into a subway tunnel, <laughs> and like you just want to see where this goes. Like there's no guarantee of calamity. Um but uh there's there is there's a fucking thing at the end that like I I don't I I cannot begin to tell you how amazing the scene is, but you just gotta get there on your own. But like and it's and it's a crisp 90 minutes. It feels it feels longer because you're falling in love with men because of Nick Cage's voice, um, but uh, you'll you'll reconsider your sexuality watching this movie. <laughs> that's that's it's, a review. <laughs> it's insane. Army of One, HBO Max. Thank me later. I'm also rewatching Barry on HBO, which is a phenomenal show. That, uh, that's I haven't started it yet because I'm, I'm I told myself I got to I got to finish Vertical Saw. Have you watched any of Barry? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm caught up until this season. Right. So I'm I was caught up until this season, and was like, why can't I fucking remember anything? And then I looked at season two. I'm like, oh, season two came out in 2019. Yeah. So like the preview to the new season was like I was like what the fuck I'm like I'm just gonna rewatch this because it got this it got pretty cool. hectic at the end of last season. This yeah. is it's way easier. Like it's like half hour episodes. There are only eight episode seasons. I'm They're like so I can I can rip through these. This is season three, right? Yeah. This is season three. the The season one episode where Barry is doing the Glengarry Glenn Ross speech. <laughs> <laughs> is so fucking funny um anyways if you're, just go watch barry dude bill, bill haters bill hayes is a fucking so kid. funny he's one of the funniest guys out there like he's criminally underrated as an snl cast member like he's up there for me oh, oh he's yeah. yeah yeah he's so good yeah. he's so he's so good in the show too i saw um the northman yeah, what'd you think? It was good. Was it weird? I heard it was weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. But they do, like, so I'm watching it being like, all right, this this acting could use some help. But then I think they did a really good job of making it, you know, very period-centric, right? These were not highly intelligent people. So, you know, there's a lot of grunting. <laughs> And a lot of like, you know, just describe my comments. Single, single, describe my comment section. Single, <laughs> single syllable words, and uh, yeah, it's 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 good. I, I kind of want to watch it again. 
Um, I don't, I don't want that time back, but I kind of want to watch it again to see what I feel about it. It was good, but nice. it was like, and it was, it was gory, but not as gory as I wanted it to be. I, I feel like the first hour could have, you know, been spectacularly gory, and then it, it like caught, it like catches on at the end. But like the whole thing should have been like that. Like there should have just been, you know, heads being split open the whole time. But they did a really good. They did a really good job of like how small things were at that time, and yeah. how you know, like it was very period correct. There wasn't like, you know, in a lot of these period movies, it's like look how shiny and and like well put together their clothing is. Like no, it's it's so it's uh it's good. It's really good. Are you, are you subtweeting Gladiator right now? Is that what you're doing? Kinda. You got beef with Gladiator, bro. Yeah, like it wasn't pretty, and there's there's things that I pick apart about period pieces where it's like that's not that building is they just shot at this building that's a thousand years old and it's and it looks a thousand years old like it didn't look that way when it was then like it looks nicer. But anyway, this was I thought this was pretty good. The period movies that always like the number one thing is always like oh damn dude like you know 13th century China they were speaking English like that's crazy. like within no, yeah. not just not just English but like. With a British accent. <laughs> With a British accent, right. Or like, wow, they all had really good teeth then. And the chicks didn't have armpit hair. With the teeth, though. And the chicks didn't have armpit hair. Like, like it's off. This one is pretty is pretty close to that. See, like with 1883 and the armpit hair, I was like, guys, this is a soap opera. We didn't need the armpit hair. Oh, but, it, but it was, it's, authentic. it's authentic. Sure, but it's also fucking... An eyesore. It's also, it's also 1883. <laughs> it is. It's. I mean, I, that's the one thing about like you know. There's some things that I just can't do, and that's one of them. Like it wouldn't have pulled me out of the movie. It wouldn't have pulled me out of the story if, like, she if the actress had shaved her armpits. Like it. It wouldn't have like been like. Yeah, but oh, you wow. could, Well, there's so many other glaring things like perfect teeth and her hair being dyed. And and wearing, I think I got extensions in her hair at one point. Like yes. I even paused it. And I'm like, babe, 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 those are extensions. She goes, how the fuck do you do that? I'm like, I look at a lot of IG models. And... <laughs> Practice. So, um, anyways, that's the uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's like it's the, but it's it's when the things don't match up, but like. The teeth thing, I don't know. What are we gonna do? Like, you gonna make them dye their like, dye their teeth, take them out? Like, you just got to get past the teeth thing. Hopefully, the story's good enough, and the the rest of the movie's good enough that you can get past the teeth thing. Yeah. Did we lose Trevor? No. Did, okay. I, did okay. I just kill the conversation? Yeah. It was, it was... <laughs> I, dentures, you know, I disagree. But anyway, right. did you see it in the theater, Trevor, or did you rent it? There are there are you know there are vampire movies that they they do fine with altered teeth. Um, I went to the theater. Nice. Good, it was a good theater movie. Yeah, I, I will say though, I I was I was uh, I was holding uh, my manager's hand through a workplace injury for the first half hour, so I had to step out of it twice, which really pissed me off. That's another reason I need to go back and watch it. Oh yeah, that hurts. Because you got to like. That they, they like set the tone right that the beginning of the movie in those movies like just with the the pace and the the sounds and all that shit and it just I, I never like really got immersed. 
that's the best part about 10 o'clock at night movies as far as i'm concerned there are no fucking work emergencies at 10 o'clock at night well yeah that's not my work right my right. work emergencies happen at 10 o'clock at night yeah that's right yeah managing a strip club is like that <laughs> i wish <laughs> actually no i don't that's gotta be miserable yeah that sounds terrible i mean those are made it seem pretty good yeah anybody could do it i mean that guy fell in love are we all we're all done with Ozark, right, everybody? Yep. Yeah, I, I mean the, list, the, the listeners aren't, but yeah. uh, I actually just finished that a couple days ago. I was it, I was underwhelmed, but I was like, it's fitting though. Like it wasn't, it was almost. I would say it's anticlimactic, but it's like it's fitting. It 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 it, it, it paints the picture like you know you're you're rooting for these people, and you're like, oh yeah, eh, I wasn't, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to the not rooting part. for. Him. And then I I don't know that ending. Um, the ending was like kind of a soprano-y, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Which I didn't a little, care a for. Ambiguous. Well, yeah, it was ambiguous, but it wasn't. It was the other. It, was it the, wasn't yeah. as ambiguous as. as yeah, yeah. Like they ah. went for this. Like as with everything, it went for Breaking Bad and wasn't. It went for the Sopranos ending. Is not the fucking Sopranos ending. Like the Sopranos ending, I literally thought my cable box went out. Like it was terrible. That was one of the worst endings ever. I I in the I don't care about I don't I don't it, it hasn't affected how much I like the Sopranos. Sure. I agree. In the moment I thought my cable box went out and I was fucking livid. Um but like looking back on it, I can watch it now and not be mad and just know that like I've read enough fucking interviews about it and all this other shit that like Okay, he wanted to leave it like this and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, fine. I can I can watch the other 96 episodes of it and still love it. Same. I don't know if I should save this for hockey corner or not, but I tried hockey this weekend. I mean, if you're gonna watch hockey, playoff hockey, what's the, what do you should watch? What game did you watch? Playoffs. The like second and third period of the Bruins game, which was not great. Uh, like. I don't know. Did the Penguins lose to the Rangers? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) I like. I. 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 I legitimately tried, and I was like, I was like, oh, the, the, um, and I tried even getting because we were eating dinner when the. the You're watching. you're, You're watching. That's not. That's like not a series, really. I had the, the, the Maple Leafs and uh, who were they playing? The Hurricanes? No, that the uh, Boston was playing the Hurricanes. That's it. Whoever the Maple Leafs were playing. Another the Lightning. Lightning. The Lightning, yeah, who's, yeah. who's been like, they could go, they've been very good for a long time. Like this, this could be a three peat for them or some shit, right? Yeah, it could. So, like, I like, I tried and, and, and I, it it did nothing for me. Like games, I was like game seven hockey, like because I will watch one hockey game a year, maybe two, like start to finish, because it's either the Winter Classic or it's like fucking game seven of the fucking Stanley Cup. I tr- I like and with all the hype around, like, hey, there's like nineteen game sevens between the NBA and 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 the NHL. They're like I tried, and I st- I'm still not a hockey fan. 
And but I wasn't sitting there and like grumbling and like cursing and being like, why am I watching this dog shit? I'm like, it's a sport and I get it. But like I maybe I should watch that McDavid guy because he seems like I don't know. There just doesn't seem like there's anybody that like it's it's too much of a team game for me, I think. I think that's part of the the Yeah, it's it's a it's a very it's very much a team game. And you have lines on that team, right? So it has to be like there are there are numerous superstars on on hockey teams. I get that, but they just don't stand out the way that superstars in other sports stand out. Right. There's only a couple that you're like, oh wow. There's, I mean, there's there's less per league, right? Um, and also just the the way that the constant line changes, the fact that like they're all the same size basically, right? Um, and you can't see any defining characteristics about them at all right that like there's no and this one says like there's no defining characteristic that makes me go it's like oh okay that's i mean that gets once you once you start start paying attention you you, that changes and you'll notice the size differences because that's one thing about hockey where you have guys that are five eight going against guys that are six five all day long right i mean like yes i get that but like that's I, anyways, I don't watch enough hockey to 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 argue really any of that. But like from watching the games, I from from watching the hockey I watched this this weekend, it was like there was just it was just kind of blends together for me. And it's like if I think, you find if you find yourself around another game seven, watch it because that's the first round. There's a couple teams right there. Uh, Toronto isn't exciting, and neither is Carolina. <coughs> all right. Anyway. Um. All right, so uh, did we get any comments? We did not get any comments. Nobody's even watching the fucking live stream right now. What the fuck? But, uh, uh, well, I guess, I mean, I didn't mean to step on Hockey Corner before we hit the intro music, but that was just because of film review, and I was watching. It was what we were watching, and I wanted to talk about Anyways, Doug, hit me. Oh, right. The playoffs are in full swing. Just one, uh, Trevor, one second. I love when we almost get a yawn out of Doug, like mid hockey corner. Music. I mean, it's, it's late for him. It's 222. Yeah. It's it's late for him, dude. I gotta start um, these fucking summer camps here in about two weeks. So. <laughs> when does that start? Middle of June. I can't wait to see the the change. You up? I gotta be there at eight thirty. Good lord, I'll be fine. All right, all right, uh, uh, Trevor. Ah, uh, great. Yeah. So uh, rounding out uh, the first round, and uh, kind of as I mentioned before, there are some. There's not necessarily pretenders in hockey. Um, these guys play a pretty long season, and, and they, they need to get there. But as in with baseball, there are teams that are hot that get in late. Um, 